joining us for a, another episode of Hey Ass Bunch. Oh, I guess we just started. <laughs> While I was singing Unwritten. Yeah. <laughs> One of the songs that gets white people turned. It was still. Have it you was, seen that list? Yeah. It was still. Uh, it was still less than eight seconds, so it's fine. Yeah. And it was like like kind of bounced around, so. Welcome to Hey Ass Butt, yeah. the only supernatural podcast where none of the hosts ship Destiel. God damn right. Well, yeah. uh, Travis is still, I feel like the jury is still out for you. Well, yeah, he hasn't know. even met half of Destiel yet. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's still out. I've, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've met other Destiel shippers. They're fucking weird. Don't you, think I'm about that life. All right. Well, first of all, we're a ship and let ship podcast. So. Well, Yeah. Can't say they're weird. We say they're differently Fuck. special. Fuck differently that. special. Fuck that. And I don't mean in a differently abled way. I mean in a different. They're unique. They're unique. Differently and abled. Also, every shipper is unique. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I ship some supernatural ships. Yeah. So like I can't get too insulty. I just don't happen to ship the most popular one. Yeah. And let me that's tell true. you, that makes looking for fan fiction or fan art All quite right. the struggle. I'll say this. Nickelback is a really popular band. Doesn't mean they shouldn't be made fun of. hey Fair enough. Um, but I'm going to say this. You can't judge a ship by the shippers. You can judge a ship by its fucking uh, contents. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But Travis hasn't gone to the contents yet. All right. So like, how does right. he know? This is the conversation for like a year and a half from now. Fair enough. Yeah. Sorry, when this epi- when the episode after we record the episode and release the episode. Hey, I would be totally fine with ignoring all shipping stuff if it weren't for the fact that the show itself addresses it. So we're gonna have to talk about it. Oh, oh yeah, we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, we're gonna talk about it. And I cannot wait. All right, <laughs> all right. Since we started, we got questions, comments, concerns. Well, specifically heroin. because it's Mother's Day. Because it's Mom's Day. It's you... Mom's Day when we're recording this, not when it's going to release. No, yeah, to it's date, release to date the fuck out <laughs> yeah. of this episode. Yeah. I mean, but... you can listen to this in any order you want, but so yeah. save it for Mother's. We Day. obviously don't give a fuck about what's actually happening on the day that this gets released. So well, it, we never have, and we never it, will. It's no, three months from now when this comes out, we're celebrating. Yeah. Christmas into July, bitches. We're working on that. Yeah, that is true. Um, All right. So, so, since it's Mom's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all you moms out there. Yeah, and you motherfuckers out there. You know who I'm talking to. Mainly myself. They get their own day. A dad's day. Yeah, what about about (laughs) those of us that follow through with... Dad's joke. Those that follow through with safe sex. What day is mm. ours? Halloween, that's what. No kids day. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No kids day. Which hey, is most days. You get to enjoy that vacation day. That Mondays, you get to sleep in. Yeah. yeah. You know what sounds fun? What? Not having a bunch of kids scream at you day. That's oh, fuck That's the day you yeah. get to celebrate. And that's every day, my friend. That's yeah. my favorite part about working at a quote-unquote bar. Yeah. Oh. No kids? No kids. Mm, yes. And I get to fucking tell people, fuck no. That is that is oh. one of my least favorite things about working in a place that is publicly accessible to all oh, ages. That's what I fucking hated about Marcos. Like my last Friday there, there was a birthday party. Uh, I wanted to ram my car into a telephone pole after I got off of work. I can neither comment nor comment on any of this because I can't talk about my job in such a public setting. Mm, true. 
I like the internet. But yeah. All right. So what's your like? What are you guys' favorite moms in movies? Favorite moms in movies or media or anything like that? Anything that has an M in it. All right. For alliteration. And for moms. Yeah. If you, uh, if you fucking say Mars, Mars needs moms. Either of you. I've never even heard of. What is that? Seen that movie. Oh, really? Holy shit! It's yeah. a terrible movie. All right, never mind. Mrs. Robinson. That's a solid one. Terrible mother, but I love her. Yeah. What mm. you, Travis? Um, I feel like we're gonna name off a from few the there. Graduate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love a bad mom. Um. Oh hell yeah. Hmm. Moms. Travis doesn't have a mother, so okay. <laughs> Bender had a mom. He what? And Futurama. Bender had a mom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying like you're cyborg ass. You have a mom somewhere. Yeah, that's true. You have a Travis heart has and a, a mom, jar but it's in a hive mind. On your desk. I see ooh, it right over ooh. there. Yeah, there ooh. it is. I, I thought I thought of six more moms while Travis was trying to think of one. Okay. All right. We're going to do this thing. Like, well, I'll go first. Okay. Because I haven't named one yet. I was like, do I want to go with a joke or a really serious one? Okay. You pick a joke or serious. It's, uh, it's joke. The alien queen from Alien Three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, aliens! Sorry. Devoted. That need uh, nerds will kill me. All right, what's another one of yours? Okay. Amanda, Spock's mom. Oh, it's a good Amanda one. Grayson. Yeah. That woman entered a culture that was not her own and was looked down on for being a human by the hoity-toity Vulcans <sighs> and went through a bunch of science procedures to bring to the world, the universe even, the first half-Vulcan, half-human baby. Mm. Wow. That woman's a badass. Damn right. Speaking of badasses, do you have one yet, Travis? Uh, Mother Brain from the Metroid series. Oh, that's a solid, that's <laughs> yeah. a solid choice. Solid choice. No. Um... I don't know. All right. Most, most of the media I like has, like, dead mom syndrome. Yeah, but can we talk about dead mom syndrome? Yeah, I, let's well, talk about name that. Your, name your serious answer. Serious answer? Yeah. yeah. Beatrix Kiddo. Oh, yeah. Okay, Bill. wait. Yeah, the bride. All right, I've got a real answer. Molly Weasley. <gasps> oh, yes. damn. Damn, yeah. son. Yes, mom alert. You? Yeah. But Molly Weasley, and then uh, secondary honorary mom, uh, Professor McGonagall. Yeah. <laughs> Professor no. McGonagall is the rare female example of one of my favorite tropes, which is, why am I being dragged kicking into screaming into fatherhood? Yeah. <laughs> for this parentless child. Yeah. Professor McGonagall is like the perfect like bitchy aunt. Mm-hmm. She's so awesome. Yeah, I love it. She's not the vodka aunt. She's the whiskey aunt. She, <laughs> she's seen some things. Yeah. So she, yeah, the whiskey she, at night and Bloody Mary in the morning to like catch the hair of the dog. Yeah. She magics away her hangovers. She, <laughs> she's right. a witch. Are you a witch or not? Um, but yeah, so it, it always seems like a good tragic backstory for characters is that their mom is dead. Yeah. Or both of their parents are dead. Or their mom is dead and the dad is missing. Such in like a Full Metal Alchemist and style, yeah, and Supernatural. Yeah, for the first season, that and was... hmm? oh, Supernatural is Full Metal Alchemist. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> that was, I think, that was one of the How things. How did you know I that Dean gets a fake arm later? Damn, who spoiled that for you? No, um, <laughs> yo, that show would be immediately ten times more interesting for me. Yeah, you would be if like, someone oh, had what a, a fake fuck robot Dean arm. Now. Yeah, God. so Winry is Bobby. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'll fuck Wait, up shipping who's cast in that show? Um, the the Chinese guy. No, 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 no. Ling? Yeah, Arm- Ling. No, Armstrong. Armstrong. It's, it's no. Castillo. No, no, no. I disagree. Mustang? I... No. Mustang is Bobby. No, I think you're right. Mustang Actually, is Bobby. It's Ling. Yeah. No, it's Scar. Scar? It's Scar. Yeah, that's solid. Yeah. Because every one of his... Well, no, no, that doesn't work either. No, I think it does. And I, I have some Scar, inside information. Scar's own oh, people doesn't, don't hate him. But he goes against all of their... But he goes against... To perform alchemy, he goes against their, like, code Re- and way of life. Yeah, he oh, does. Okay, that's fair. And he hates the alchemy that he performs. Mm-hmm. All right, that's fine. And he starts as, like, kind of a guy... You know, he's a bit mm-hmm. of a bad guy. Okay. You know what I mean? So, yeah. the grandmother of, like, Winry's grandmother? Yeah. Solid mom. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know who's the worst mother in that? Tucker. Yeah, because he's a father and also terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Still terrible. He, he, when we do a Father's Day episode... Which I think is also always on Sunday. Yeah. Which we're, is the day we record. We'll yeah. talk about bad dads. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll clear up that reference. Yeah. That'll all make sense. Yeah. You might say we might splice it together. Why? These moms oh my that God. we mentioned as being like awesome moms or awesome mom figures. Yeah. Because you don't have to have a baby to be a mom. Nope. Look you at just the have to be the mom friend. Like, why are they good moms? Like, why do we like them? I think it's because they... Um... They have the attributes of, like, that strong character. They have strong character attributes. And they're also willing to murder for their children in some cases. What, are you saying that's a bad thing? No, I'm saying that's the great thing. That's why we like them. You know what I... You know what also, I think, all of the moms we've mentioned... What? ...have lives outside of their kids. That is also true. They have... They are self-actualized characters. Because a lot of dead moms fall into the perfect mom trope. Mary Winchester is a good example of Mm -hmm. this. All of the myth, they've sort of, they, there's this mythos around Mary, right, where she was the perfect mom and the perfect yeah. woman, the right. perfect wife, yeah. which of course is not true. Same with, um, same with Trisha Elric, where yeah. it's like, oh, mom was great, fuck dad forever. Yeah. Yeah, and it turns right. out Trisha was not great. Yeah. Like, in a lot of ways. But mm-hmm. that's, you know, they're, that's the kid's view of her. And, um... It's nice to have char- like to have female characters who decide to take on motherhood, but aren't like my whole life is about my child. Because that's no mom. I yeah. have the exception that proves the rule. What's what? that? Molly Weasley. You could, yeah, you could make she, the argument that Molly's life is all about her kids, but because still, when it comes down to it, she will defend them to the death. I think yeah. any mom, any mom we've mentioned, will defend her kids to the death. Look at Beatrice Kiddo, or. Um, she had Amanda Grayson. But but yeah, but Molly is like she literally takes in Harry as her yeah. own child. That's true. No, I'm not saying like I'm against this. I'm just saying. Yeah, I and mean, there's nothing wrong and, with being all and, about your kids. But... And we don't really learn much else about Molly Weasley except no. that she's the Weasley mom. She's got and that she's one great cousin family or that one muggle family relative that her that nobody talks about. Oh yeah, that's true. Because they're boring. a little racist. Yeah. Molly's great though. She's so awesome. Yeah. Um, would you say that Lily Potter falls into the perfect mom syndrome? Yeah, because she died and we didn't get to learn anything else about her. No, that's not what makes a perfect mom. What makes a perfect mom is when she dies, 
The perfect mom syndrome is when a mom dies and then gets immortalized and put on a pedestal by her children and or husband. Okay, gotcha. And or wife, but more likely husband. So like... And or scorned lover. And or... Yeah. yeah. And yeah. (laughs) uh, Snape sees Lily as the perfect mom or the perfect woman. Exactly. More so than Harry does. Now that being said, the only reason why I'm saying this is in the first book... Harry kind of realizes that his parents were not these perfect people. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's like, oh, my dad was a dick. Yeah, they did not have the perfect... They did not start out having the perfect relationship. Did you say the Firth book? The fifth. The Firth book. The Firth? The Firth and Fifth book. The Firth and Fifth. I was like, the Firth, Because I understood what you said. I was like, ah. So I figured you were trying to say the fourth or fifth, but combined it to be cute. Play it back, Travis. Play that bitch back. Run that shit back. Later. Later. Um, so that's what, to me, it is a perfect mom. So, like, that's why Mary uh, Winchester falls in that trope. Uh, pretty much any dead mom in a fairy tale. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. I'm just saying, yeah. In the most recent uh, live-action Disney Cinderella movie, the mom is that. Yeah. She's that perfect mom. Well, it's an easy cop-out to make you feel uh, sympathize with the character. Yeah. I will say, one of the most, the very first time I realized that, like, uh, characters in movies and books and television and things like that tend to, like, put their parent, their dead loved ones on a pedestal. Yeah. And, like, the first time I saw that deconstructed was actually in a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. True. You remember that part in the fifth book where the Baudelaire's are like, yeah, sometimes our parents would, like, yell and get weird and get angry and stuff, and not everything was perfect. Yeah. yeah. That, like, when I was a child reading that for the first time, changed my fucking life. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I had never seen a deconstruction of that trope, that trope before, and it was awesome. Yeah. There's, dead moms are the best moms. You know who the best dead mom is? Who? Uh, Link's mom in Ocarina of Time. Because she's like glazed True. the fuck over, and it's she's she's not on a pedestal. Yeah, she's mentioned twice to humanize Link, and that's about it. Yep. I actually think the best dead mom is Mary Winchester. Uh, I have things about that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know. I think I've accidentally looked at I spoilers. I think I've accidentally seen these things. I think I accidentally looked at spoilers because of the Instagram post I made today. We try to keep it as spoiler free as possible, but we're but not But I was perfect. also like, yeah, when you the, when you're on the internet, you're gonna see shit. Honestly, yeah. there's one reveal I care about, and if Travis finds out about that, he better just pretend he hasn't and not tell me. I mean, because I'll kill him. We will stab you, and we'll start over with another host, yeah. <laughs> another, another person who hasn't seen Supernatural. Travis, yep. don't think we won't. Well, good luck with that. We'll reset the fuck out of this, sir. <laughs> My plan goes like this. Make sure Travis wills me his computer and all his audio equipment in in his will. <laughs> Step two, question mark. Step three, profit. <laughs> the question marks are forged Travis's will. But yeah, so back to moms. Moms are great. Moms are great. Um, why, like... Why do we think there are so many dead moms in media? I think it's because it's an easy cop-out for a tragic backstory. You're right. And it's an easy way to do the fridging trope. Exactly. Like, not only is it somebody's wife or girlfriend, it's also somebody's mom. Mm -hmm. Everybody is somebody's mom. Also, it's pretty common in, you know, the hero's journey story is that he's lost not one but two parents. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, moms are just going to be a part of that. 
Yeah. Holy shame. I wish we, and it's not even just like their moms die. There aren't a lot of mother figures in the same way that father figures. That's true. And I think that's because most of our like young heroes tend to be men mm-hmm. yeah. or boys, you know, like, uh, like, oh man, can you imagine Supernatural if Mary had lived and John had died? Oh God. Actually, yeah. Like. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Mm. It would be interesting. It would not be as like rose colored as I think. Yeah. It'd be rosier than what we get. Possibly. Probably. Um, another good mom is the mom from Dexter's Lab. That's a solid one. She's a woman. Because she she presents as this, like, very stereotypical, like, nuclear family mom. Because yes. she's always, like, cleaning and cooking and stuff. Yeah. But then she'll also, like, kick some ass. And she loves her husband. Yeah. Like, that's a really good... Not only is it a good, like, mother figure, it's a good um, parental relationship uh, in that show. Yeah. Because there, there's, like, one episode specifically where it's, like, they're both, like, doing things for each other to show them how much they... It's it's really sweet. Yeah, can I just say that I really appreciate... That happens in um, Bob's Burgers, too. Yes. Like, I wasn't going to bring up Linda Belcher anyway. It's because mm-hmm. I just love her character. Great mom. But then also, like... Her and Bob, I mean, sure, they fight and they get on each other's nerves. But they still love each other. They still love each other, and they seem to really genuinely just like each other. Yeah. They like to spend time together. They play off each other, and I really appreciate that. Because so often we get, like, you know, in in these sitcom-type shows, we get characters who just fucking hate each other. Or we get the super hot, smart wife who's paired with the idiot husband. Yeah. And in Bob's Burgers, it's pretty even-handed. Yeah, they're like, they both... they both have dumb moments and, like, things they obsess over. Yeah. They both have to drag each other kicking and screaming to sanity. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. I pulled up uh, pictures because it's going to be like, hey, it's like, I remember Dexter's mom having a fat ass and then, like... I oh, just... she's just Oh, thought. she is thick. Uh, but, yeah, the first, like... Of left, course, there, yeah. There's yep. porn of oh, Dexter's mom. fucking course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, like, I mean... the top, like, f- like, I, like, straight up just... Yeah. Like... Jesus. Is anyone surprised by anything anymore? No. Like the first one, like, and down a little bit more, there's pool episode pictures. So, people be jerking. Yep. Her naked ass was on Cartoon Network. Oh, was it? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Are we sure that's... Let me see that. All right. That's fake. How is it fake? It's fake. How is it fake? Photoshop is a magical tool, my friend. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Gary's ass from SpongeBob was on. That's not the same. Gary Gary was thick, too. Gary was thick. <laughs> he was. <laughs> With two C's and spaces in between. If he's a snail, he's a thought. <laughs> All snails are queens, Ari. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, that was beautiful. I'm trying to think of other moms from, like, cartoons that I really enjoyed when I was a kid, and I'm um, coming up with a fucking What about, blank. uh, what was it Miriam from, uh, Curse the Cowardly Dog? <gasps> yeah. Muriel. Murray, Muriel. Muriel. She's great. Oh, she's yeah. a mom in her own way. Yeah, yeah. And, like, she's a dog mom. Fuck yeah. Yeah, she's absolutely a mom. And she's raised a very smart, if cowardly child. Yeah. Well, I think that was, like... Brave when it counts. Exactly. Yes, yes. Courage the Cowardly Dog really should be named Courage the Very Brave Dog who looks out for his mom. Yep. That was well, the point of the show. Mama. Yeah, that was it's an ironic title. Yeah. Hey. 
I fucking know, bitch. <laughs> We're explaining to our listeners. Who I fucking know. Fucking bitch. know. Um. I kind of want to see what the media has. It's like the best media moms. Okay, Google. Nope, I've already got it. Who's the best mom in media? Please stop. Please don't do that. Oh, look, it didn't talk. Who's the best mom? Or, hold on. Like, let's see what the society has decided. What about okay. Stacy's mom? She does She's have it going a on. Mom. She's totally a good mom. She's down to fuck her daughter's boyfriend. That's not true. That's not how. That's not what the song is the about. The song implies it. But Carol Carter's Brady name. is the very first uh, option for best mom, and then June Cleaver. Ah, uh. 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 Sophia Petrillo from Golden Girls. Hmm. Mm. She's a great mom. Sure, she insults her daughter all the time and calls her ugly and fat. Oh my God, maybe she's not a good mom. <laughs> I feel like that was a setup to do just that. Can I still like her character? Yeah, sure. All right, good. Jeez. I like Sophia Petrilla. I like her little get rich schemes. I like that she's old and, you know, is sassy. Golden Girls is such a good show, y'all. Oh, hell yeah. That's a show about four moms. That is a show about four moms. Because they all, I one of my favorite things about Gilmore or Golden Girls is when like. They're like, ah, we want to have a one-off episode about, like, a thing, and so I guess we're going to invent a child for one of the girls. Yeah. And then, like, she, she he or she never shows up again. She is there for that one episode, and that is it. At this point, I'm pretty sure between the four of them, they have, like, 20 kids. Probably. There, yeah. I mean, there were, like, seven seasons of that show. They could have had, like, don't they all have, like, a, like failed marriages and shit? No. Sophia... Rose and Blanche are widows. Dorothy had a divorce. Oh, okay. So I guess, yes, if you count death as a failure, they do. Death is a failure. <laughs> death is a game over screen. Death is a game and I'm winning. Death is a game over screen and you ran out of quarters. Um, Nobody just carries quarters. Is Carmen's mom from South Park? No. No. None of the parents from South Park are good parents. You didn't let me finish. All right. Is Cartman's mom from South Park the worst mom? No. No. Who's the worst mom in media? The night mother. <laughs> from Skyrim. She killed her children. All five of them. Right, also, I'm going to say point. Mother Gothel from the Rapunzel <laughs> movie Taken, T- Tangled. Yeah. Pretty bad mom. Uh, list of movies I have not seen. Check. <laughs> um, here's some contenders for good moms. Yes. Uh, Garnet, Amethyst, and Pearl. <gasps> you know what? What? You're fucking right. Yeah. Here's a contender for kind of a shitty mom. Rose Quartz. Rose Quartz. Yep. <laughs> I mean, look, she tried her best. She tried. She tried. She tried. She tried. Okay, so we're talking about Steven Universe, a show that is all about moms. Yeah. You got your bird mom. You got your bird mom. You, you got, got your, your square mom. Your square mom. You got your small mom. Your small mom. Oh, shit. You've got your smaller moms. <laughs> you've got your, your, you, you've got your, your pointy, very small moms. You've got your pointy mom. You control. You've got your blue mom. You've got your uh, giant yellow mom. You've got your mom that 
went crazy and tried to kill you. You've got your orange Cheeto mom. Yeah. A lot of moms in that show. <laughs> and a great dad. Yes. And on, another great dad. Yeah. Greg Universe. He'll, he's going to be a contender for best dads. Yes. When we get to dad's day. I feel like uh, Beth Smith from Rick and Morty is a pretty good mom, too. Yeah. I haven't seen enough of Rick and Morty yeah, to same. know. I don't know. Yeah. Now you know what it feels like, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, let's let's name some bad moms. Um, mom from Futurama. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say also uh any evil stepmother. Yeah. In yeah. all fairy tales. That's too easy. But true. It's easy and true. Yeah. Uh, um. Ooh. Well, the mom from uh, Metroid. Yeah, Mother Brain. Mother Brain, yeah. 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 Uh, who else? Oh, Yosuke's mom. Yeah, Yosuke Urameshi is mother. His mom is... Like, she Mrs. Starts Urameshi. Out, she starts out really shitty, and then gets way too clingy. She, her, her thing is that she's kind of like a, I mean, yeah, she's not a great mom, but like, she's not like an evil, abusive mom. There are a lot of bad moms in anime, by the way. If you want to find some bad moms, look no fucking further than Neon Genesis Evangelion, Your Lie in April. Uh, There's a bad. Oh yeah, bad. Okay, yeah, bad mom. Yeah, bad mom. Bad mom time. Bad moms everywhere, as far as the eye can see. Oh. Uh, Although I will say this, Neon Justice Evangelion has a mom that's also a robot, and that gives you ten mom points. But another bad mom, Gladys from Portal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's technically a mom. She's got those. She's little... more like an evil stepmother, though. Yeah. Th- those, we're counting those as bad moms. Okay. Uh, I will say, uh, mother that we forgot to mention. What's that? Karama's mom. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's a great mom. That woman took a tiny demon child Gen, and raised it as her own. Gen fucking Kai. Gen Kai, great mom. Great. Oh, that's that's a good example of a mother figure as a mentor. Yes. Yeah. Again, usually, especially in a show where the main character is a man or a boy, in Yu Hakusho's case, the reverse is true. Yeah. Um... So yeah, welcome to heroin problems. <laughs> <laughs> I dragged you into it, bitches. This is what I wanted the show to be. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'm having fun talking about female characters. This is we should do this more often. We, we should do it so rarely on this show. I can't think of any. I can't think of any bad moms because <laughs> it's like good moms are like great moms, but then yes. bad moms are like eh. Yeah. Yeah. What, what about Charlie from like Charlie from the Chocolate Factory or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Charlie? And his mom. I think his mom's nice. I mean, she's fine. Ooh. Although you have given me an idea for a bad mom. What's Grandpa that? Grandpa Joe? Trunchbull. Ooh. Huh? From Matilda. Uh, That's a bad yes. surrogate mom. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Umbridge. Not a mom. Not a mom. Like an evil stepmom, though. Nah. Eh, no, she's like just smidgen. evil. Nah. I mean, she right. is evil. You are correct. Right, she is a cunt. Yeah. But not a mom. I've said cunt way too much. Oh, you have. Marcia Malfoy is a good example of a good of a good mom who is evil. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because she was, like, willing to derail Voldemort's plans to save her son. Yes. Like, 
She yeah. is the prime example of my child matters above all else. That is great. Yeah. Um, also terrible mom. Uh, Sirius Black's mom. Correct. Yeah. I can't remember her name. It's on the wall somewhere. Yep. Too hard to find. <laughs> really we have the tapestry, the black tapestry up on our wall. Yeah. It, hey, it's 2018. It's African American tapestry. All right. Oh my <laughs> god. Be like, we have that on our wall. The instead. black family tapestry. Proud family. The mom and that's cool. Oh yeah. Mom and sugar mama. Yeah. <laughs> what about the mom from a? Uh, very odd, fairly odd parents. Bad mom. Yeah, you bad, can't leave your kid parents. with a psych- psychopathic babysitter that often. Yeah. yeah. I mean, God. But what about Wanda from the Fairly Odd Parents? You're right. Great mom. Great mom. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of? I mean, it's sometimes with characters like fairies and then also characters like angels and demons, if we're talking about, well, not demons, but angels yeah. if we're talking about supernatural. Like, their morals are so skewed. They live for too long, and they've experienced some crazy shit. So I just expect their morals to be skewed from ours. Yeah. So I feel like Wanda falls in that category, where she's gotten Timmy in some dangerous situations. But also to her, like, she's thousands of years old. Like, you know, yeah. she doesn't have to be the safest parent. Every every plot of Fairly Odd Parents is I fucked my way into this situation <laughs> yeah. and now I need to fuck my way out. Except Pretty with less actual much. sex. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I feel like if we wanted to find a good mom, we would define her as present. Yes. Available. Possibly pretty sassy. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Like enough sass to spice it. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be like a biological mother or even adoptive mother it could be like a mother figure yeah or like a female mentor let us know what your favorite moms are yes. tweet at us at habcast uh we'll probably um post something on instagram yeah um yeah and happy mother's day to all you moms out there yeah yep. we hope you had a good one if you didn't just hit your kids and you know what <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say this. If your uh, louses didn't celebrate Mother's Day, well, then come over and we'll be your children. Yeah. yeah. None of us have children for good reason. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Take wow. A different direction. Wow. I'm going to bleep that out. <laughs> Did you just say you follow through on birth control? Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, bleeping that out too. <laughs> All right, try this. Yeah, this episode's called Hollywood Babylon. Yep, Hollywood Babylon. What, what do you think it's about, Travis? Abort! Oh, get out of here, Travis. Just quit. Just quit the episode. Can't stop laughing. Hollywood Babylon. Sam and Dean. Sam and Dean are obviously going to be in Hollywood. And uh, they're going to be going down the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And they'll come across two names in the in the sidewalk. And they're going to be like, Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles, who the fuck are these assholes? <laughs> wow, so close. And then it zooms in on their faces and they wink and that's the episode. <laughs> okay, can I... Can I give a, my own description of this episode? Yes. 
it's Christmas time. Oh, this is a Christmas episode? Well, hold on. Okay. It's Christmas time. Oh, no. no. All right. Sam and Dean mm-hmm. are searching for a monster. Okay. That steals infants and a certain Christmassy plant for horticulture. They find it and then go, wow, this is a really Hollywood bad baby lawn. <sighs> Ta da! I'm thinking about that, that all day. I've been thinking about that all day. Wow, you should have kept it in your head. <laughs> can, you just, no. can you just bleep out that whole thing? Hollywood yeah. baby lawn. Oh my god. All right, let's watch this fucking episode. Let's do it. Hey, too much banana pudding. So much like those dinosaurs in that animated movie. We're back. Wow. We made it. You say that like so sarcastically, like you yeah. hated the episode, <laughs> and someone it. had promised just, you nachos and didn't make them. Sorry, barely. y'all didn't want to eat anything, so. You're not oh my god, I'm so full. I had the salad today and like a thimble full of vodka tonic. All right, Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's taking over me. Uh, yeah, we we made it through another episode of Supernatural. Just barely. Just we barely, yeah. We did it by the skin of our teeth. This was Hollywood Babylon. Yeah, this was, it was a lot of fun. It was. Oh my gosh. It was quite an episode. Yeah. This this week's Freak of the Week is going to be replaced with us being like, that's a thing. Yeah. That's yeah. a thing. That, another thing. <laughs> yeah. that guy was in that movie. <laughs> that guy. Oh, this whole episode was a veritable who's who of who's that. Oh, yes. Because this movie, or this episode was what, 50, 50 minutes long? Wait, it took an hour and a half because we kept fucking pausing it to be like, what was that from? Yeah. Wait, what? Is this a reference to something? <laughs> or they would say something that would clearly be like them poking fun at themselves and yeah. we'd have to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Or just like yeah. a fucking, like a rail of their clothes would roll by. Yeah. That was good. That was a that good was, gag right there. Yeah, we had right to there. pause and go back. That was amazing. Uh, this says Supernatural isn't subtle. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the S stands for, and the B, and the B. No, the oh. S. Being supernatural. The S. Stands Wait, subtle. Hang on. <laughs> Don't uh, you? Are, I, everyone already knows about my spelling error with Winchester. Don't tell me there's a B in supernatural because I'll believe it's you. Superb supernatural. <laughs> superb natural. No, the S in supernatural stands for heavy-handedness. Oh my god. That doesn't make any sense. That's the joke. That makes even um, less sense. But so one thing I loved about this movie right off the bat, not movie. One thing. Well, the movie was in the episode. Yeah, no, no. One thing I loved about this episode right off the bat is how much of a movie nerd that Dean is. Yeah. Is because, like, the opening shot is them. Oh, yeah. So quick recap of the episode. Well, I'm actually going to look up. Oh, are are we going to do the thing? No. We we have started a new way of recapping the episodes, and I'm very excited about it. Let's all, let's decide on one. Because I'm pretty sure we all have the IMDb page up right now. Yes. Let me see. First one to the IMDb page wins. Go. The Winchesters go undercover as PAs on a haunted movie set after getting wind of reports of tagging of tag-teaming ghosts. The brothers deal with an asinine studio executive to make a cheap marketing. 
Oh, that went crazy. Uh, to make cheap marketing stunts, guest star Gary Cole, a disenfranchised screenwriter seeking revenge for unnecessary revisions to a formerly great script, and Dean's fanboyish feelings for the leading lady. Wow. Ah. I can read the other one if you don't want to. Um. One. So this episode starts out with them like on a Hollywood studio tour. Yes. And. The very first reference that's made is uh, they're on the WB lot. Yeah. And they pass by the set of Gilmore Girls, which immediately Sam is like, uh, what? Yeah. Cause- and then literally the line that is spoken is, and if you look carefully, you may be able to see one of the, yeah, one of the stars. Yeah, and cuts to like, Sam. Like, immediately, like, cut big, big zoom in on Sam's yeah. face. Like, Jared Padalecki <laughs> winking to the camera. Yeah, and he gets... <laughs> And then he gets off of the, and he gets off at the he looked, he looked at the studio. More, like a lot more freaked out about it. He's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. yeah. Um, which was um, this episode was just yeah. It, this episode was fucking amazing. It was real good. Um, they they stumble onto this movie set, and everyone thinks that they're PAs, which. I, I think that is something that can and does happen. Oh, yeah. Like, people just show up to movie sets and act like they belong, and they're like, oh, you work here, right? Yeah. That's actually how totally. I've gotten two of my jobs. That Yeah. That's just, how Elliot got our... That's our, how our friend Elliot got a job at a bar. Yeah. <laughs> he just showed up and pretended like he worked there long enough. And then, that they, they offered him to work him. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up? I work here now. Yeah. Oh, your confidence intrigues me. <laughs> and Dean picked... This episode was so great because... You see, like, what could have been with Dean. Oh, yeah. Because, like, he picks it up real quick and goes from, like, hating the PA job to, like, speaking the lingo. Oh, yeah. And, like, he's being super excited about everything and eating all the food. Oh, yeah. He loves the food. I This another, like, little character thing I love about Dean. If there is free food available, Dean will eat it. Mm-hmm. He will just stuff his face. Dude. And I, I love that. Yeah. It is very rare I get to see, like, half-masticated food in an actor's mouth yeah. on TV. <laughs> it's usually from Dean Witch's mouth. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, while watching Supernatural. And then Sam doesn't eat. It's nope. like they have the the sun and the moon. Well, um, like you said, Sam is the best female character. He needs to keep watch of that figure. Oh, wow. God. That's not what I meant by that. <laughs> I don't think that's what that means. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what you said. Honestly, I'm pretty sure Sam's just like, I don't want to, if the demons don't kill me, I don't want to die of a heart attack. There you <laughs> At go. At the age of 37. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the age Some that Jensen Ackles is right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, this episode... Can we talk about the opening, like the cold open, with the bad, bad acting? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh my God. So oh my this God. cold open was... Hot. I mean, <laughs> I, I straight up, like, the cold open is a scene of people, like, walking in the woods, like, looking for someone, and then it's, like, a big thing, and then it cuts to, oh, it's actually, they're filming a movie. Yeah. That's the cold open. You were... So confused. And I was so I was like, why did the cold open get so bad so quickly? Yeah, are, hey, are <laughs> like, the actors on the show usually like better? Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I was. I was like, what is happening in this show right now? And then it was like, ah, uh, just kidding. Also, I loved this is a little fun fact about me. The main actress in the movie, her name's Tara, and she's like a scream queen, a fake, you know. Yeah, she's supposed to be a scream queen, a yeah. pseudo scream queen. Uh, uh, she, 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 and I have the same problem. 
where we are terrible at screaming. Yeah, she was. She she the awful. entire time she was like, ah. Yeah, she was just going ah. Which fun fact is how I scream when I'm scared. Yeah. Travis pulled out a better scream. <laughs> I was like, okay. And, I, and well, I wasn't even trying. Like you really, you really weren't. I was just going you ah. You were sitting ah. down, you did not breathe through your diaphragm. Ah. Yeah, and. I was just like, girl, solidarity. Like, <laughs> yeah. I get you. It's fine. Yep. We could both be the minor actors in a Supernatural episode. <laughs> Except I'm not as hot, so maybe not. Um, but yeah, that was that was very special to me. Because usually the Scream Queens on this show, pretty good screamers. Yeah. And uh, apparently Travis can do a fucking Finn scream. Ah! Yeah. It's all about the uh, head voice. I literally, this is the sound I make when I'm scared. Ah. Yeah. Ah. You do. Ah. You go, ah. ah. You're like Danny DeVito. <laughs> You're just like, ah. Yeah, <laughs> what I gotta do? <laughs> and I have about the same uh, amount of hair on my chest. So. Uh, I, need, I need an egg. <laughs> Where's the rum ham? Where's the rum ham? <laughs> Anyway, so you want to be a hero, kid? Well, you yeah. know. <laughs> Here's the thing I've seen. Uh, oh man, we had to pause the episode. Yeah, so goddamn much. so many times. So many times. I loved like they weren't even trying to hide that it was Canada. Oh yeah. Oh, that was another thing. Is they get off the thing and say, and uh, Dean, which I loved this because we were talking about recently. How they just, they need a vacation. Yeah. They need to just, like, take a day off and, like, get some pedicures. Yeah. And that's what Dean's trying to do. He's like, yeah, man, we're in Hollywood. We gotta have a little R&R, get a little, you know, take in the sunlight. And Sam was like, Dean, this weather, it's like, it's like being in Canada. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We, we had to be like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, because we have complained so many times about oh, the fact yeah. that, you know, small town Missouri is clearly Vancouver. Oh, yeah. Like, we can or- see skyscrapers in the background. Like, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Um, I've heard Vancouver's lovely this time of year. It is. Uh, so, yeah, that was amazing to see them, like, finally address that. This episode, like, the, the it was, fourth wall gets shattered oh, yeah, in later it, w- seasons. It was, like, one of the... First, this was like the first like super meta episode, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because this one was like it was all poking fun, and I totally forgot that that happened. Like I remembered the Gilmore Girls joke, but mm-hmm. everything else I had no idea. So yeah, everything there was, was like a so much. surprise. Oh, this is good. This is good. Yeah, and like I, I just loved how Sam was like, "Oh my god, you're that actor from this movie." Which, by the way, none of the actors that he mentioned were in none of the movies that he said they were in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That may have been a joke to make you be like, oh, shit, were they actually in the thing? Yeah, I think it was. Dean has a photogenic memory. Mm-hmm. Like, Sam has a photogenic memory when it comes to, like, crazy things about the case and Latin chanting. Yeah. And Dean has a photogenic memory when it comes to bit actors and bit parts. Yeah, that basically. That loved. Because, so, the guy who gets murdered in the beginning... Bunny ears murder. Yeah, is in fact somebody who they brought on set to drum up some like Surprises notoriety. Yeah. yeah, so they they fake they faked a murder and then they faked a ghost. Mm-hmm. And um, Dean recognizes who that is because he's been 
like what it was like he the like died man. yeah he died in a car crash in Critters 3 yeah, or something. Yeah, the uh, motorcycle gang member number five in this yeah. movie. <laughs> and again, I related very much to the characters in this episode where I was like, oh, Dean and I like actors in the same way. <laughs> where I was like, oh, excuse me, Mr. So-and-so, do you play a bit part in one episode of one TV show? Let me follow your entire career. Hmm. Sounds familiar. Not that there are any actors on Supernatural that I do that with. Yeah, definitely hasn't happened to Mark Pellegrino. I don't even recognize that name. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Mark Waterloo. <laughs> All right, you're right. All right, I got it now. Yeah, I do like him. Are we talking about San Pell? Yeah, San Pell. Yeah, okay. San, San Pell. Yep, San you know, Mark LaCroix. I said, this, I said this before we started editing, but the San Pell jokes... I think we're funny like the first a hundred times, but now they're old, but we just have to commit. Like, yeah. we're, just, we're too committed to this. So when yep. we finally get to when Mark Pellegrino's introduced. When we finally have Mark Pellegrino on the show. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Fuck him on like the like just watching him on screen. I want him on Is the that podcast. Like, like the equivalent of the Cougar Town goal. Yes. What's the Cougar Town goal? The Cougar. Well, there's two Cougar Town goals. What's there's that? the one in Community, six seasons in a movie. Oh right. And then there's also our very close personal friend, yeah, <laughs> slash future guest of the show, Ever Roulette. Yeah, oh yeah. Cougar Town on Netflix 2018. Cougar Town on Netflix 2018. Every New Year's, this Evan Roulette, uh, he, he posts on Facebook or he starts a hashtag. Cougar Town on Netflix the year. Yep. It's so yeah, Cougar pre- Town goals. I prefer to think of it that he's giving up on his dreams every year. Only then to renew the dream. Yeah, only to start a new one, exactly. Yeah, I think it's beautiful. It is. And I like his dedication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Netflix, are you listening? Oh, let me tell you, there is one thing Evan Roulette does well, and that is committing to a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, insane. Evan Roulette has fucked a donkey a mini horse on stage. <laughs> I've seen it. Yep, that was, was a enthralling show. Very yeah. thrilling show. Yeah, turgid. I'm looking up to see if Cougar Town's on Hulu. It is. It, it is. is. That's yeah. the joke. That's part of the joke now. Good. Good. Um, I liked. I can we talk about Tara for a minute? Yeah, I liked Tara. She was nice. She was nice. She was like a nice actor. Yeah, she, she had a deep voice, mm-hmm. and I like I like deep voices yeah. in a woman. I find it unsettling in men, though. So I've got some bad news about this show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry. And then, yeah. So you, the minute the act, so there were a lot of like the producer. There were yeah. two producers. And then... Oh, when I was going, hey, that guy. Yeah, the yeah, writer I, oh, and then the director. I love doing that shit. Every time you saw... Yeah, so you recognize these people. So oh. who the fuck were they? Oh, yeah, Gary Cole? Gary Cole? Yeah, what has he been in? His, oh, he was in the uh, like the remake or the redo of uh, the Brady Bunch movie. Like, he played the, like, whatever... Mr. Brady. Mr. Brady in that oh. movie. Uh, he played... Uh, like like Pepper in Dodgeball, like the like the announcer, the commenter. Oh, oh that guy, yeah, that the guy, guy who worked for the Ocho. Yeah, yeah, okay. and also right. the guy who was partnered up with Jason Bateman. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you seen Pineapple Express? No, I don't remember it. Oh, fuck, it's so good because I was uh, he doing plays, acid. He plays the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, it was a fun fact about me. A little derailment for us, but I yeah, they they yeah. So he plays a guy in Pineapple Express. He too. plays the head drug. He plays the drug lord. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's fucking good. He's amazing. Uh, then the other producer, mm-hmm. the guy that was in the orange shirt that got killed by being drugged. 
Into the Fan. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He plays uh, Donna's dad in uh, that 70s show. Oh. oh. Yeah. He looks familiar. I haven't seen that much of that 70s show. He looks familiar in other ways, too. I'm yeah. pretty sure he's been in other stuff. And then the main director guy. Yeah. He's been, like, side role in every... Like, he's been in a ton yeah, of I shit. Yeah, I saw his face, and I was like, that guy yeah, has that been asshole. in some stuff. He's mm-hmm. been in a lot of shit. I have I can't remember. Any, I can't place him in anything. No. Which is ironic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they... I really enjoyed the, the side actors. This... this yeah. Can we... So there, there's the horror movie within the horror movie, but this episode of Supernatural, even more so than I think some of the others, really played into those horror movie tropes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that was the joke. There was a lot of... Um, for, like, death scenes and stuff and screams, there was a lot of just, like pan right up to the face to get the scream and everything yeah. like that. Cut the black right after. The deaths were crazy. Yeah, the deaths were crazy. Like, being yeah. dragged into a moving fan and then yeah. your blood splatters all up on something. Like, yeah. most of the time, the death in Supernatural, like, we do get some, like, crazier deaths. Yeah. But they're usually... Look, we don't get any, like, a pickaxe going through somebody's jaw and ripping it out. <laughs> yeah. Deaths, okay? Yet. It, yeah, yeah. It's usually like, ah, this person's been stabbed or pushed off a cliff or burned alive. Right. You know, like normal death stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. This episode was like, let's take that shit up to 10. Mm-hmm. Fuck that 12. One yeah. of them was the pr- Gary Cole, like, being hung, hanged? Yeah, he was hung. He was hung. No, I'm kidding. No, he, he was, was hanged. hanged. <laughs> yeah. Hanged. I just wanted to make Doug West Hanged for people, <laughs> hung for painting. Yes. He yes. was uh, he was hanged like right in the middle of them filming, and he, like he crashed through the roof of the set. Yeah, yeah. of the fake dead house. Yeah. Um, he uh, he's he's a sleazy guy. He plays the producer who is on a Bluetooth. Yeah, entire... those have he... just come out, right? Yeah, Probably. I think so. Those were the big thing. And um, he basically sees this woman in like black and white. And it turns out later on we find out that she is actually the an actress who hung herself in this hanged herself in the studio. So like a Elise Brogy? Drummond. Drummond. Yeah. yeah. And she is an actress from the '30s, so of course she is black and white because they didn't have color back then. Nope. Right. Famously, no, nothing was in color until the '50s. Nothing. I'm, not I'm, a thing. I'm not going to touch those jokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh god it's 2018 i must say but I, um I did that to me uh and and she basically is like come upstairs for some sexy time yeah and then she hangs that guy yeah and he's not even dead when he crashes down like, yeah you see him like twitch yeah you see him like su- he, he like blinks a lot and mm-hmm. we're like is that a normal is that like shitting yourself when you die like is that a normal thing no well, your body does like convulse. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, he was like obviously still alive. His eyes always ex- over exaggerated. Yeah. Well, yeah, man, and maybe that was part of it, where it's like, oh, the actors have to pretend like they're dead, but you can still see them breathing. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I've seen that happen in bad movies before. I bet there was like a deleted scene of this episode where we see the ghost while they're walking up the stair, where she says, "Let's see if you're well hung." Yeah. <laughs> Hey. hey. Uh, and then what was the other one? That back in the 30s. They said huh? something about an electrician, too? Yeah, an electrician died because of... Um, so the four people had died Yeah. over the course of the studio being... Over around. 80 years. Yeah, over yeah. 80 years. Two had committed suicide. Two had died in accidents. Okay. So the electrician died because of some freak accident that took off a third of his face. Like, it was still there, but it was, like, separated from the rest of his face. No, that was the fan guy. 
Yeah, there's an electrician. Oh, that was the electrician? That was the same guy. Oh, okay. I don't know why he was Well, then who was the guy without the arm? Because we saw because we saw the ghosts. Yeah. Or we saw all three of them because there's, they got rid of one of them. There's, there's, actually, we saw the ghosts. They're a really cool mechanism. Yeah. So the ghosts, we yeah. see them at first, and then the ghosts go invisible. Mm-hmm. And Sam and Dean, they have their soft shotguns. Yeah. Oh, man. I loved this scene. So first of all, there was a scene during the episode where they're filming this movie and the actors start reading their lines and start and start mentioning how like how can how can ghosts hear all the way from hell oh oh no and hold on yeah we gotta talk about how this. can ghosts hear all the way from hell and what is how does salt like scare so, ghosts away yeah, the producer and the producer is trying to be like what what is going on with this yeah. it doesn't make sense yeah we got we got to put in we got to put in an explanation guy yes and okay, I'm, yes, I didn't realize we we're gonna bring this up now because I'm about to convulse from. Well, no, no, we're gonna bring up the other thing later. Okay, but so but, this is just what's happening in yes, the episode. In the show, in in the in the episode, Gary Cole is like, "How can the ghosts hear them from hell? Do they have super hearing?" Yeah, and then the writer's like, "All right, well, we'll put in an explanation, I guess." Yeah, and then later we see them film a scene where somebody's like, "How do the ghosts hear us from hell?" And somebody else goes, they have super, super hearing. hearing. <laughs> um, but then while they're fighting the ghosts, yes. uh, there is um, basically what's happening with the ghosts is that the original writer of the movie yes. uh, is controlling these ghosts because he feels jilted. J- jilted? Is that jilted, the word? Yes. yes. Because they like these Hollywood producers basically bought his script scrapped the whole thing, took the name and changed it yeah. or whatever. And he's like They made it a sequel to Yeah. this Hell Hellraisers. Hellraisers movie. No, Hellhazers. Hellhazers. Yeah. And then this is Hellhazers. They're filming Hellhazers 2. Yeah. Which and, is and essentially so, Evil Dead. Yeah. Which is the name is a reference to Hellraisers, which I just flubbed. Yeah. yeah. But so uh he's upset that his script is not the original. Right. And so basically now he's been killing off all the producers with ghosts. And now he's down to the final person, the writer. Yeah. And Sam and Dean are saving the writer from the guy and the ghosts. And um, uh, the ghost is about to attack. And so Dean shoots the ghost with his salt shotgun. Yeah. And the writer is like... (laughs) Is that salt? What is that? (laughs) Oh, also he seems very impressed that an afterlife exists. But not so impressed that he's like... (laughs) You know, it doesn't like to come apart. It doesn't like change his life. He's just able to write the movie better. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> and now I know how it really because because there's this really cool scene where like they can't see the ghost, mm-hmm. and Sam is like because earlier in the in the episode we saw one of the ghosts on the film, right? Um, because the film was able to pick it up when the human eye couldn't see it. Yes, and so Sam was like, well, maybe my maybe phone the can digital do that? cameras can do it yeah, too. Maybe this BlackBerry first generation yeah. <laughs> can pick this up. And there's this really like cool uh, sequence where Sam is like finding the ghost and then being like, Dean, shoot there. Yeah. And then the writer guy, the only reaction he has to finding out that there are ghosts and a place you go yeah. when you die. Is, holy shit, let me put that scene in my movie. Yes. <laughs> and after, and Sam is with him when we see that in the movie and Sam's like, 
Fucking really, really man? Yeah. <laughs> you jackass. You're not going to have an existential it? breakdown about this? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I was eight years old. It was crazy. My dad told me to go kill the thing in my closet. He handed me a gun. A gun. <laughs> of course it was a handgun, so it wouldn't blow your shoulder off. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. Kids, they got small... Small bodies, yeah. frail bones. You got to be careful with that. Yeah, yep. Bones are green. I mean, they can take the damage. It's just if you give them a shotgun, they're gonna be fucked up for the rest of the life. Oh yeah, they'll sure. blow they'll blow their own their own arm away. They'll shoot their eyes out. Yeah, <laughs> they'll blow the, the butt of the shotgun and break their fucking sternum. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the so the bad guy is this. Not the PA, yeah, the original scriptwriter. Mm-hmm. I have to say, he just seemed like a PA. Yeah, been over, yeah. Dean thought he was a PA. Yeah, and and we see him early in the episode because like because yeah, he keeps handing the act the main actress Tara like bottles of water. Yes, yeah. no, thanks, like Walter. Sm- yeah, Snapple. Whatever. Yeah, so we see him. Yeah, so we see him early in the episode handing Tara a Snapple, and then later during the do the ghosts have super hearing scene. Yeah, he's like, oh come on, man, because apparently. Instead of writing a good movie, he has decided to pay too much attention to detail to how to necromancing the dead. Yes. Which is so, basically what his movie is. Yeah. Because part of the problem with the ghosts is that they are chanting literal, like... Latin. What was the name? Enochian. Enochian oh, yeah. necromancy incantations. Yeah. And that's how Sam and Dean are able to pinpoint who the person is, because they're like, uh, that's legit. Yeah. So, I'm just saying, titch of an overreaction to kill everybody. Yeah. yeah. One of the things I didn't like about this episode is I am very tired of the whole Hollywood is morally bankrupt thing. That was a big thing. Yeah. Especially since all those stories come from Hollywood. Yeah. All right? Yeah. It's not like the church is making movies about it. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, Huntsville's local community theater. <laughs> right? So, I'm just like... Tired of I'm tired of that. Trip. Yeah, and that was definitely here. Because we did see a scene where the one of the producers is like on the phone with a guy, and he's like, "Ah, oh, nah, Bob, I love you. I love working with you." And then he hangs up, and he's like, oh, what a dick." Yeah, everyone in Hollywood is a bad person, mm-hmm. basically, and that's just except for Tara, except for the actors. Yeah, except for the actors. <laughs> the actors are great. Producers, go fuck yourselves. Um, yeah, directors, the true visionaries. If They're someone, fantastic. If someone wants to give us money to produce this show, you can please, <laughs> please. Be, a, be a producer on In this. In a way, aren't we all producers? We are. If you give us money, but then don't tell us what to do. But we're the fun, poor kind. The fun, poor kind of producer. Yeah, when you're a rich producer, died. Yeah. Killed by a ghost. Who gives a shit? You don't have any loved ones. You get thrown into a goddamn fan. Yep. Yeah. The, whatever. Who cares? Fuck them. Also, kind of bummed out that he that Walter decided to kill both the uh, that '70s show producer and the the and Gary Cole and uh, not Gary Cole that '70s show producer and then the the writer the script writer yeah decided to kill him the same way. Thought that was yeah creatively lame, Walter. That was a little lame. You had Walter. two other ghosts to use, and you didn't decide to give you know use them for an ironic death. I think Walter just ran out of money. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we bought this giant fan for a reason, and by God, I will use it more than once. Also, someone needed to call fucking OSHA about this fan. Holy shit. Look, okay. (laughs) Ghosts or not, there is a a hazard here. Yeah. All right? For real. A giant-ass rusty fan just in the middle of the forest. With half of the cage. To kill. Half of the cage missing. Yeah. Jesus. Who made this fan? Can we get them on the phone? 
on the horn. Yeah. Are we to assume that the ghost ripped the cage off? No, because the cage wasn't there at all. I'm going to break my rusty cage. Look, surely there's like an actor's equity or something. Yeah. The Screenwriters no, no. Guild of America. This yeah. is why the writer's strike happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, you beat me. Too. Hey man, we're trying to write, but we have to spend all this time around these goddamn fans. <laughs> I feel like my fingers are gonna get cut off. Yeah. How am I supposed to write with no fingers? <laughs> <laughs> my moneymakers! <laughs> I did a hilarious the physical bit there. Yep. Nobody got to see some of my cats and traps a bit. I was like, we can do the do the Instagram live thing. No, no, it's too late. The moment is. Stop fast. trying to make Instagram live work, Ben. It's a thing. It's not gonna work. Um. Um. Yeah. So, was anybody else like the minute Walter was introduced? Okay, not the very first scene where he's handing Tara. A but when, once they established that he was like the bad guy. No, I mean once or... he walked out. Once Dean was like, "Whoa, that PA is kind of cranky." Oh. Yeah. Weren't you like, oh. It all comes together. Yeah. No. Oh. Ben and I are the smart yes. ones. What? Travis is dumb. You know in the scene where like there it's the super hearing scene. Yeah. And then Walter like gets in a tizzy and is like, bur, 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 bur. how dare they change it? And then he walks out and then Dean's like, that guy has a butt a bug up his butt. Oh really? Broomstick up his ass. Yeah. Were you not like that's that guy's the villain? No. You usually show good at protecting these things. And yeah. I'm you, surprised oh, you know, am I? pulled the wood all over you. All yeah, right. you knew the ghost was a ghost in a Did you charge your... Well, yeah, because that was the most obvious thing in the world. I feel like this was just as obvious. I thought it was just going to be a straight-up haunting, because, you know, this is a show about real ghosts, not like, you know, someone... Not I these mean... fake-ass Hollywood ghosts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not these fake-ass fake Vancouver rust. ghosts. They're, they're, hey, they're not fake because they're not real ghosts. They're fake because they're two-faced, no, okay? No, they're fake yeah. because they're Canadian. But, uh... No, did you charge your, like, robot box today? That's why he didn't pick it up. It's dead. Oh, you know I what? See. It actually okay. is. It died, it died before my shift. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Do you, do you know this thing about my hearing aid? When it uh, when the battery is getting low, it plays Beethoven's Fifth. Really? What? Yeah, like, it has a little beep, and it goes, beep, 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 beep. Ben? Beep, 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 beep. And that's how I know that the battery's low. That is awesome. I know. That's pretty cool. <laughs> It's really great. Not right now because it'll take too long, but one day you have to go into like how your hearing aid works. Because the first time I heard about this, I was like, whoa. I, uh, I'll, I'll, you know what? You know what I'll do? I'll record something about it and put it on the Patreon. And if you want to donate to our Patreon to listen to it, you can go to patreon.com slash habcast. <laughs> So, um, beautiful whore. That was that was you can that was give us you can give us th- uh, three dollars or more to get access to bonus content like um, like isolated stingers and cutout conversations. And if you give us five dollars, you get access to a totally new show that we do. Yeah. And now me. that we've stopped the breakdown, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's get back to Supernet. Yeah. Now that we're done with the advertising. <laughs> Um, okay, am I the only one who at this point is like, because Sam, Sam and Dean, they figure out that the ghost is Elise Drummond, the first ghost, mm-hmm. the black and white ghost. And so they're like, awesome, salt and burn. Conveniently, she's not been cremated. Yes. At this point in my hunting career, I would be like, but let's take some precautions just in case. Because yeah. it's never just a salt and burn. No. It's always like... 
ah, but his hook was made into a necklace, or the yeah. hair is the real doll, like, yeah. or maybe we have to drive her into her home. Like, it's never a fucking Saltenburg, guys. Ever. What, so like was it for this, this one? No, no, it wasn't. It was, it was for uh, for Elise. It was yeah. for her. Yeah, well, because get rid of Elise. Yeah, because when the ghost showed up, there was there was only three of them instead of four. Right, yeah. but what I'm saying is that the reason why it's not just a simple salt and burn is because Walter had this talisman that he was using. Oh, right, right, and right. And there was more than one. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I, I do think that, um. Dean said something about like because then the you know the other so the first producer dies Gary right. Cole dies and, and the then second they, producer dies so the first producer dies and they see the ghosts on the film right and then they're like salt and to burn kill yeah yeah and then more haunting shit happens right so it's like what the fuck and then Dean's like ghosts don't tag team but I don't think it's that crazy to assume that if four people died in violent manners that you could have more than one ghost haunting a place yeah. well yeah but and that's actually a thing that happens later. Yeah, but do you think they talk to each other about it? Do you think they're, like, haunting the same place and they'll bump into each other and be like, oh, hey, Elise, what are you doing here? I was like, oh, you know, just you know, trying to hang someone because that's what I did. I think do it depends think the, on the ghost. Hmm. Do you think they go get ghost Starbucks? Ghost Bucks? Yeah, ghost Bucks. Probably. <laughs> Elise shows up 15 minutes late with Starbucks. No, Where they, were you? We were going to maul this guy to death. I'm sorry, I had to get a caramel macchiato. They didn't. They don't go get it. The PAs go to get it. Oh, you're so right. They have the a ghost, ghost PA. They have ghost a ghost PAs. PA. No, the GAs. Yeah, the GAs. <laughs> the GPAs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like their GPA is low after that joke. <laughs> Sometimes I take notes, but then I get distracted and start drawing vampires on the other page. What? <laughs> <laughs> I draw yeah, you do have vampire. a lot of little doodles over little, there. Little doodly vampires. And so at some point I just wrote down dead, and I do not remember why. <laughs> I wrote that down. Do, does know, it have to do with how the guy was killed? Nope. You know, oh. you know when you're at an open mic and you're looking at the like the set list that you write out for yourself. Yeah. And then you look at that one joke that's just in like a weird just statement like, uh, like vibrant grilled cheese. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah, it's like remember. what? Yeah, what was I thinking when I wrote that? If yeah. you found my set list, you would be like, oh, this person is very sad, loves porn, and is down with cannibalism. And only two of those things are true. Yeah. And I'm going to let you decide which ones. I know which ones. You do. It's the cannibals. Vote now on your phones. <laughs> <laughs> press one for yes, press two for cannibals. Press three for very sad. Um, oh, I loved... Uh, okay, one of the things I did love that's kind of tied to the Hollywood is bank morally bankrupt trope, but like, eh, whatever. Um... They don't stop production of the movie the first time the Gary Cole yeah. dies. Yeah. The, the or ten, dies. I mean, nobody else knows that it was like a fake death either. So the, fir the first first one. Oh, no. Well, the first time, yeah. So they don't stop production after the fake death. Yeah. Um, but, but then, then they the don't stop production. Know. Yeah, but then they don't stop production after the first producer dies. Yeah. And the director's like, should we like not do this? Somebody is dead. Yeah. And the other producer's like, ah. We had a moment of silence at breakfast. Yes. It's Ten fine. Minutes, yeah. Which, again, goes to show, like, the whole, like, uh, Hollywood morally bankrupt. Yeah. yeah. That was Donna's dad that did that. But it yeah. did make yeah. me laugh. I, I just imagining a moment of silence for Gary Cole over, like, a crudite. <laughs> <laughs> like, bagels and shit. Like, uh. 
And now that I have my bagels and lux, I can truly mourn this man. <laughs> you can mourn the death of Gary Cole. Who nobody liked. Um, With a smoothie. Oh, God. The, another Hollywood is morally bankrupt, like a subtle Hollywood is morally bankrupt theme. Um, Gary Cole, when Gary Cole's hung, the last thing we see is his Bluetooth oh, drop to the floor. Fall, and it, like, hangs up. Yeah, like, <laughs> starts flashing. All yeah. Hollywood producers are always on their Bluetooth. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, is probably true, but those bitches are busy, man. Yeah, you gotta yeah. be getting it out. Yeah, like, fucking hell. Gotta um, get them like, in there. We're, we're doing this. We don't even do one project at a time. We're doing several things right now. Yeah. Yeah. I work seven days a week, bitch. Yeah, and we work jobs. Yeah. We don't just do this. And you we guys celebrate have jobs? Mother's Day. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. You, you have fun at work, okay? You enjoy things, all right? We get it. Oh. Yeah, she's saying this to me through a cat right now. Yeah. <laughs> we love things. <laughs> um, okay. That's the angriest face I've ever seen someone make while petting a cat. <laughs> I know it shouldn't be possible for me I'm to glare. I'm kind of scared and aroused. Uh, yeah, correct. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna mention the other thing that annoyed me about this episode. Walter during his "Why am I the way I am?" speech. Oh yeah. To the scriptwriter, um, is like, D you took something that was real and replaced it with cleavage and fart jokes. Yeah. All right. First of all, Rock Walter, there's nothing wrong with some tasteful cleavage yeah. and a delightful fart joke. Absolutely. Okay. Damn right. Yeah. All right. There is nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. Second of all, I'm sorry, something real? Come on, man. Like, it was a schlocky horror movie. Yeah. yeah. Even before the rewrite, it was going to be a schlocky horror movie. Absolutely. And schlocky horror movies are great. And in this universe, happen in real life. Yeah. Absolutely. Mainly but, in Vancouver. <laughs> in Canada. But the point is, is that, like, come on, man. Don't act like you're making, you know, Michelangelo's David, all right? Yeah. Like, fucking hell. It's just, it's just the the... I'm just so tired of that. Hollywood is morally bankrupt. I am the only true voice of my generation. Yeah. Like, we get it. All right? We get it. Guy who wrote it's, it's those a, books about that. Yeah. Like, well, it's kind of a thing where it's like, yeah, it's real, but would it have been good? Because yeah. if some like, the more realistic something is sometimes doesn't mean that it's great. Well, also, real life is crazy and doesn't make sense and doesn't have satisfying endings to most things. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason why fiction usually follows a formula. There's a reason why stories have a beginning, middle, and end, even Absolutely. though real life doesn't. Mm -hmm. I, you know, if... I think of something as more real when, like, nothing is resolved at the end. Yeah. But I also think that's incredibly unsatisfying. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's Lost. my fear for Supernatural. Yeah. That it won't wrap everything up. Oh, that, really? That things will not be resolved. They, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. They fucking can't. Well, we'll fucking yeah. see. But Possibly to, uh, at the end of next season. Who, yeah. the, who knows? Who knows? But to follow through with y'all's dreams of turning Habcast into an anime podcast. Yes. I want to bring up the Junji Ito collection because that's what I enjoyed about the first few episodes of that series. It's only 12 episodes long. They may make more. They probably won't. Junji Ito being the horror master who we mentioned back in episode. Yep. <laughs> in season one. That's what I enjoyed about those episodes is because most of them end on like a fucking 
no goddamn closure, a goddamn cliffhanger most of the time. Nice. Yeah. It, that's what's scary and eerie about it. It's not really like in-your-face horror. It's the aftermath. It's the stuff that isn't said. That's what's scary. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's in good horror movies, that's what they do. They don't show you things, they make you think things. Yeah. Well, and that's a good reason as to why the whole ghost have super hearing scene is just going to be like yeah, dumb. dumb. Yeah. And I will totally admit that like the studio, studio meddling can often lead to an otherwise good project's downfall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think The Hobbit was like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, there are a lot of things where we can see like a good story there and mm-hmm. then they just get like ripped apart by the studio. Oh, screwed yeah. by the studio. Yeah. Um, but this movie was probably not that. No. Oh, this movie's gonna be a crack of shit. Yeah. This is gonna be like straight to uh what? Bargain bin, probably. This oh, is pre yeah. Netflix. Oh, yeah. yeah. Straight to Straight to like that Walmart five dollar movie bargain bin, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, with like three it's, other it, movies yeah, it's in a in collection. The movie compilation. Yeah. Hell Hazers one, Hell Hazers two, Army of Hell, like that. <laughs> no, no, Army of Hazers. And Army yeah, of there Hazers, you go. nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I liked this episode a lot, except for the Hollywood is more like makeup. That's just because I'm tired of it. Everybody, yeah. I feel like I've, all. I, TV shows have a, especially like procedural ones like this, have a mm-hmm. Hollywood is morally bankrupt. Oh, yeah. I feel like they did it so much in this episode, it was supposed to be a parody. You, you think, think so? so? Yes, because of how much of it was in the episode. And because how much they showed of it from person to person, but then showed the actress and how like wholesome she was. Yeah, she was really yeah. sweet. Yeah. yeah, usually in these types, you're right, usually in these types of episodes, there's like that bitchy diva. And Tara yeah. was not that. She seemed mm-hmm. very nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dean walks up to her in the beginning of the episode and is like, hey, I'm a big fan. I loved you. And he's super awkward about it. Like, he is like... Oh, yeah. He's eating shit, right? He's 100% awkward fanboy about it. Yeah. But and she, she is just like, oh, cool. Let me show you my notebook. She has yeah. this thing where she takes Polaroids with everybody in the crew and cast. Yeah. That was very sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, she seems like... Despite her... Uh, no, maybe because of her screams. Yeah, I really, I really liked this character. So, we, do we want to transition into all the like fourth wall breaks? Yeah. yeah. So, because uh, you mentioned the the thing with Tara and taking the Polaroids, that was a nod to something Jensen Ackles actually does. Aww. He takes Polaroids of all the cast and crew That's and cool. puts them in a little notebook. That's so cute. I know. Ah! Isn't it great? That's adorable so uh there's there's so many like things in this uh movie um oh yeah the freak of the week this week has just been replaced with fun facts about the episode yeah yeah there's uh there's one where sam and dean are they get off the cart for the tour and dean is like Oh my god, I just saw Matt Demon. Uh, Matt Damon, sorry. Matt Demon? Yeah. Matt Damon. <laughs> He's like, oh, I just saw Matt Damon. And Sam's like, uh, Matt Damon just started sweeping. And he's like, oh no, he's researching a role, which is a reference to Matt Damon's Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, being a janitor. Um, Hellhazers 2 was obviously Evil Dead. Yeah. yeah. They read, you know, the book that summons the ghosts. Yeah. There's shotguns and chainsaws. Yeah. 
Shotguns and chainsaws. Um, the first episode in the series without Danes and Paula. <gasps> oh, You're true. Right. Hashtag where's the Impala? Hashtag truth seeker. Hashtag cuck. <laughs> the director of the film being shot in the episode is McGee, portrayed by Regan Burns. McGee, in addition to actually being the director of Charlie's Angels, damn, is a actual producer on Supernatural. Oh, really? nice. Yeah, you can float back. I was like, yeah, because well, it's reading it now reminded me that McGee. Can we talk about one of my favorite things? One of my favorite little fourth wall breaks, which is when Dean and Sam go to look at the go to watch the dailies the first time they're walking across the lot, mm-hmm. and this woman walks across screen with a clothing rack. Oh and yeah, what they are wearing. Oh and yeah, it, it is, is just multiple wonderful of Dean's coat and Sam's coat <laughs> and like jeans and shit. Jeans and oh, yeah. It was amazing. It and was great. If if underneath that there had been like a rack for boots, I would have been I would have died. Right there and then. Right fucking there. Um, also, another thing that happened this episode, uh, the um, producer being like, why did the ghosts hear from hell? Or salt, that's dumb. Yeah. Apparently those are real notes that... That the CW gave yeah, the that, show. Yeah, the producers <laughs> gave to the show. <laughs> and man, am I mad that we didn't get a... How can the ghosts hear you? Super hearing scene yeah. in the first season. <laughs> that would have been amazing. That would have been great. If they had changed... Okay, so there's a part in the episode where uh, they're like, Salt doesn't make sense as a ghost repellent. Yeah. And the writer's like, I'm not married to Salt. Are we still on condiments, though? Yeah. All right. <laughs> what condiment would you want to use to fight ghosts? Well, that's what I'm about to ask. Okay. Here's I- my thing. Super... Imagine the show Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Everything's exactly the same, except for the salt. That changes to something else. Okay. What condiment do you want to change it to? Spicy mayonnaise. mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I was going to say mayonnaise. <laughs> See, no difference, though. I said spicy mayonnaise. But it's in the mayonnaise family. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. you're right, you're right. <laughs> I think any mayonnaise would work. Helmets? <laughs> wow. Oh my god. So does that mean instead I'm of like a million angels? <laughs> does that mean instead of rock salt guns, they have mayonnaise guns? Yes. <laughs> They've just got super no, soakers full of mayonnaise. <laughs> They just take squeeze bottles and they're like, eat this bitch. <laughs> Looks like somebody's a tuna salad. Oh. Man, mayonnaise parts are hard to come up with <laughs> on the fly. No, I think if they use soup soaks, it'd be, I'm no one pump chump. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel dirty. God, mayonnaise. <laughs> well, okay. Okay, uh, if you have any, like, <laughs> intrepid listeners who are also video editors, please take a... A rock salt heavy scene and just replace it with super struggles troubled mayonnaise. Oh my god! Please, that'd be so hard to do. You will get every everything that is promised on our Patreon. You will get it. All right. You will get all without having to pay for it. You will get all for like a month. All the upvotes. All of it. Yeah. Uh, (sighs) Upvotes. 
Also, if you have a condiment you would prefer, let us know <laughs> yeah. at Abcast. <laughs> yeah, at Abcast. Tweet at us what condiment you would use to fight a ghost. Yes. It's salt, it's salt's not even a condiment, but they said no, condiment. Not really, the yeah. They still kept, so they kept, they were like, well, we're on condiments. Okay, define condiment. Something you add to food. Like a sauce or, or a, like a... Or a what, seasoning. What does well, a condiment do? No, I wouldn't do? say seasoning. It enhances the flavor of the food. That's like what salt, salt does. I know that, but I don't think that's but salt a condiment. Salt is more of an ingredient or a yeah, seasoning. Yeah, salt's an ingredient. It's, okay. The, well, okay, consider this. You get a hot dog. It doesn't have mayonnaise or mustard or I'm not ketchup. Gonna, I'm not going to put salt in a hot dog. I know, but what I'm saying is that hot dog was cooked with salt. Okay. So so it is salted, probably, probably. But you, if you got a hot dog and it had nothing but salt, like yeah. if you used salt in the cooking, right. you wouldn't be like, oh, this is a condiment on it. Okay. You'd be yeah. like, this is seasoned. Nah, that's cool. Yeah, that makes True. Sense. Bitch. All right, don't make me throw these empty Gatorade bottles at you. Why is everybody throwing things at me? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Deb. What other fun facts from the show? So there's a fun little thing. We (laughs) distraction, distraction. During during the episode, we see a trailer for the movie that they're making. Yes. And right before it starts, it does the um, like the rating splash that you see in like trailers for movies. Yes. It says this film is not yet rated. And then it also says, also not written, cast, shot, edited, or scored. (laughs) (laughs) This is the first episode in which Enochian is identified. Yeah, I Mm. thought that too. I was like, damn, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I was like, that's very specific. And I did not know that that had come up this early. Man, I feel like recently there was also an episode where I was like, oh, fuck, this got introduced way earlier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. That's going to happen a couple of times. Um, so, uh, to go back to the actor Tara, one of the movies Dean mentions to her is, Oh, I Loved You in the in Boogeyman. Yeah. And uh, Boogeyman, the movie Boogeyman in 2005, that script was written by Eric Kripke. <laughs> no. And Tara is like, yeah, the script was terrible. <laughs> also, Tara is named, Tara Blanche... Tara Benchley is her character name Um, is named after horror sci-fi writer and best-selling author Peter Benchley known for movies like Jaws and The Fog oh Uh, wow uh, (laughs) what about those other movies named off anything but that Ghost Ship um, no, th- that was like those are those actors are not in those movies yeah also were they around as in 2004 some of them were like okay. Ghost Ship was two thousand two. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Um, I was like coincidence or not. Hollywood Babylon is a song by the Misfits. Yes. Get it, Babylon, like a city, like in the Bible, like a biblical city, like a hanging biblical. gardens. <laughs> I don't know a lot about Babylon. The Israelites were. Exiled there was Ugh. was Jensen Ackles in Gilmore Girls congruent with Supernatural? That was Jared yeah. Padalecki, and I. Have I'm no sorry, idea. yeah, Jared Padalecki. Yeah, because I don't know what the time frame for Gilmore Girls is. <laughs> I will look that shit up real quick. Um, I feel like you've seen Gilmore Girls, right? No, none of us have seen Gilmore no. Girls. Really? I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Why is that that surprising? I don't know. I don't know. I figured you had watched an episode or two. Oh, uh, so it did run congruent. The, however, 
Jared Padalecki, he was a pretty main character on the show, but I don't think he was on the entire time. Oh, okay. So it started in 2000 and ran until 2007. Okay, so yes. So he might have come back for like a guest spot, but I don't think... I think his main story was in the earlier seasons. Gotcha. What if his character in Gilmore Girls died by being burned to the ceiling? Wow. I think that's a little grim for gr- yeah, Gilmore Girls. Yeah, that doesn't Girls. seem like a Gilmore for, Girls for type Grimoire thing. For Gilmore Girls? Is that what you're yep, saying? Yep, Gilmore Girls. A little grim for that? Jared Pilecki as Dean Forrester, Rory's season one through three boyfriend, who moved to Stars Hollow from Chicago. Oh, okay. Main seasons two through three, recurring seasons one, four, and five, and he was a guest in A Year in the Life. Gotcha. Which is the Gilmore Girls reboot. So, okay. While in the cemetery, Dean tells Sam he wants to visit Johnny Ramone's grave. Just as they pass by a statue of a man playing an electric guitar, the statue looks very similar to the eight-foot bronze statue located near Johnny Ramone's actual grave in Hollywood Forever Cemetery in Los Angeles. Ooh. Eerie. Ooh. <laughs> not that. <laughs> no, it's not scary. Though. I was more, that was an oppressed, impressed uh, ooh, not a scared ooh. Oh. Okay. Here's something. Also in that trailer for the fake movie, mm-hmm. um, it was mentioned that it was created, like brought to you by the directors of Charlie's Angels. The director of the film being shot in the episode is uh, McGee, portrayed by Regan Burns. McGee, in addition to actually being the director of Charlie's Angels. Yeah. He, he said this already. Everybody, I read that already. Did you? Yes. yes. When? Like, like, like five minutes ago. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> All right, oh, well, God, I'll fucking Travis, edit that out. Do you smell toaster? You <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I feel like if you cut out like a, like half of that and leave it in, that we could get a good solid D smell toast out of that. Um, hey. Hollywood Babylon is taken from an infamous book by Kenneth Anger, Anger that allegedly exposed the seamy underside of Hollywood and many famous people in the movie industry. It was banned in the United States for 10 years and the subject of lawsuits as most of its material was poorly sourced. What? So again, the title not only references the Misfits song, it references a book that was supposed to be showing the greasy underside of Hollywood. Yeah, I get it. They're all gays and... Communists, all yeah. right? We already know. <laughs> okay? Gay communists. Everyone in Hollywood's a communist. And a gay. And a gay. The gays. What's better than gay communists? I can't think of many things. Who knows? Gay socialists? Yeah. Gay democratic socialists. Gay theists. Gay theists. Gay theists. Hmm. You're right. Yeah. Um, I have a general fun fact about the show that I just learned, never fucking noticed it. Now we have to be on the lookout for that shit. What's that? There is a particular clock that shows up in almost every episode. Have you noticed a specific clock? No. Neither have I. Is this? Oh God! Is this like? Is this like the psych pineapple? Or the the snail? Yeah, the Adventure Time time Snail. Who the fuck knows? I didn't see anything about a clock. I also didn't see any clock. I I don't think I've ever seen a clock in my life. Yeah, what are clocks? (laughs) What do they do? How do they work? Time is a thing. Right? Let's see. Let's see. 15 supernatural facts you may not have known. Oh, we're not going to figure out the mystery of the clock tonight. Yeah. That's going to no, be the I, next I gotta episode. Know. Cliffhanger. 
Are we done with our fun facts? I think so. Oh, uh, near the end of the shuttle tour, back to the beginning, Mm -hmm. uh, the guide mentions this set for Lois and Clark, which is likely a nod to Jensen Ackles' prior role on Smallville. Yes, but also wasn't... Also wasn't... uh, Wasn't Lewis and Clark also a WB show? No. I don't think so. I think I think that was just a pun on Lewis and Clark, and it's just supposed to be the reference to Smallville, possibly. Probably. Also, uh, Dean Dean goes by a fake rock star name. This time is Ozzy, like Ozzy Ozzy Osbourne. Which I was upset that the captions misspelled it. They spelled it O Z Z I E, and it's supposed to be O Z Z Y. You know, probably you know why. Probably copyrighted. It's not copyrighted. You know why? Why? They were probably Australian. That's A-U-Z-Z-I-E. No, they spell it O-Z-Z-I-E. What? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like Aussie Man Reviews is spelled O-Z-Z-I-E. Oh, I'm thinking of like Ozymandias. Okay. What? Have you been reading comic books behind my back, Travis? No. How much toast do you smell? A lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, buddy, we're concerned. <laughs> Well, I um, go for some toast. general thoughts, comments, those those were some fun facts. Would yeah, agree? that was a lot of fun facts. Did we cover the Die Hard reference? There was a Die Hard reference. Come to the coast, we'll have a few beers, have a couple oh, of laughs. yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. okay. That was a good reference to yep. Die Hard. It sure was. It Man. sure was a reference. So I want to... <laughs> I don't know why they There was did it. a reference indeed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why the fuck they did it, though. Just well, I, yeah, I don't because, know. Okay, because so they were in Hollywood. Here's why they did it. I once read an interview with a Steven Universe writer that was like, "If you think we're referencing an anime, we are." Yeah. Anytime you're like, "Is that an anime reference?" Yes. It is. It absolutely is. I think Supernatural is like that, but with all media all the time. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, "Hey, man, is this?" Is this an anime? Is this a movie? Is yes. this a movie? Yes. yes. Is this a thing we can talk about? Yes. Yeah. Can we reference this? Let's fucking do it. Like, with the rock star names. And oh, the, yeah. The, the Patrick Swayzeing that mother, and all of that. Like, like that is Dean's job. Yep. Half of Dean's dialogue is references. Absolutely. Yeah. And the other half is Sammy. Yeah. Sam. <laughs> Sam. Sam. Cass. <laughs> Cass. Oh, God. Dean. Deep voices. Like, Dean. Stop. Dean. Very unsettling. Okay. Sam. Now you sound Dean. like all our bases belong to us. Like an Dean. early like Japanese video game English translation character. <laughs> or like Matt Chapman doing a parody of that character yeah. on Homestuck. <laughs> Homestuck? Homestar. <laughs> Not the Homestar same. Runner? I... Look, <laughs> home st all right give yep. me a break yeah uh so any final thoughts on this episode yeah, it, it was, was fun yeah this this was a good like nice change of pace this is the the breath before the scream yeah nice because the rest of the season yeah what episode is... what episode number was this 19 19 okay 18, 18. so the next three episodes yes <laughs> The next you needed your fingers to count there, buddy? Yeah. Next four episodes. Okay. <laughs> are 
I feel really bad because I've just been cooking at cooking toast this whole episode. Twenty two, right? Twenty two, yeah, twenty two. Okay. I don't fucking know. So I'm that, pretty sure it's Folsom Prison Blues. What isn't what never should be, which uh-huh. is a kind of yeah, like a sad episode. Yeah. And then we get the season finale. Sweet. The, the two, the two parter. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, so we've got four more episodes to go. This was definitely like the let's do something fun and goofy before yeah. we get into the shit. Supernatural yeah. likes to do that because I am ready for the shit now. The shit's gonna happen. Yeah, we're almost there. I feel like Supernatural well, seasons well. could be like seven episodes long if hey. they just you know got to the point. Hey, you what do we look like? England? <laughs> what is this? The BBC? That's not how we roll. God no. <laughs> Uh. I mean, you're right, but shut up. You, <laughs> you, you can say the same goddamn thing about Cowboy Bebop. That, that show could be four episodes. You're it right. It really could. You're right also, about that. Also, you could say the same thing about, honestly, if, okay. Most things. Most things. Like, honestly, do we need a billion episodes of NCIS? No. no. Do we need commercials in football? Yes. Wait, no. What? <laughs> Do we need it? Like, <laughs> I watched while I was at work. There was an episode of an NCIS spinoff on. Oh yeah. God! A spinoff show. How many of those are there? Thirty. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> oh. The point is, is that there's too many. We could honestly cut out all of NCIS, and I'd be cool with it. Please, this is just I want to talk about. <laughs> I'm going to like we NCIS. We talked through all of My that point other is shit that Supernatural is not the only episode, not the only show that does. This. Oh yeah. That's just like an American television show thing, it really especially is. if it's a procedural crime just drama. Just dragging on with like a overarching plot, overarching plot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like a march to A to B. Honestly, yeah. Supernatural could probably be like. 30 episodes total and that would catch <laughs> the story out so yeah. at least the first five seasons story yeah, nice. out of the first five seasons yeah it could be 30 episodes yeah yeah and then the rest Maybe. of the show could be like supernatural abridged five more episodes you I'm gonna say another 30 let's be yeah. generous okay uh no <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that happens. Yeah. That's, the, that's the good thing about Supernatural is like you get those. This was one of those episodes where it's just a freak of the week. Okay. Yeah. It's Later on, feature. it's like a freak of the week and also a lot of plots yeah. happening. That's what I really like about this new season. Um, there is. So it could be like 20 more episodes, a movie and an OVA. 20 and episodes a, in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and a few and an of those, Yeah. Is you that, know, because Supernatural's an anime. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How many of those episodes are beach episodes? The, yeah, I was about to say, okay. is the beach episode There's only the one beach episode. But there's also a coffee shop episode and a, a snow episode. <laughs> <laughs> and a festival episode. Can't forget that one. Right. Does Yi Hakashiro have a coffee shop? No. 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 Nor it, does it have a beach episode. Bullshit. It, it totally has a beach episode. It does have a beach episode. When Genkai the dies. The last oh, one. Oh, right. You're right. So it has two beach episodes. No, Genkai doesn't die in the series. Oh, yeah. The coffee shop episode is the last episode. Yeah. God damn. It's, it's both. It's the coffee shop episode and, and the, the beach, beach episode. episode. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I was a fool for even suggesting there, otherwise. There's also a couple of snow episodes. There are. Yeah. You know who else has a beach episode? What's and that? shouldn't. And Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, God. They have a very upsetting beach episode. What happens? Oh, you're right. 
You're right about that. <laughs> You're right, but you shouldn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> is it worse than what I said in the beginning of this episode? Nothing is worse than what you said in the beginning of this episode. <laughs> Except for, like, I don't know, the Jews start all the wars. You know, that's stuff like that. Wow, like, thanks for getting that on recording. Like, like, <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> Just isolate that track. Nope, it's too late. Damn it! We'll, we'll beep it. Yeah. That'll make it worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Did you just say the N word 10 times in a row? All right, well. No, no, I'm I, not. I think we've been having a lot of fun tonight. <laughs> Damn right we have. And it's all downhill from yep, here. Yep, it's all downhill. At least until the end of season two. Yep. Yeah. Again, this is another this in the Telltales, the Trickster episode. This is a microcosm of what it's the show will be. Oh, yeah, wonderful. Because they, because look, they did a lot of like cracking of the fourth wall. They fucking break that motherfucker <laughs> in season four. They get weird. Like they nice. don't even no. attempt to have a fourth no. wall. I'm the ready fourth, to get weird. The fourth wall is just sand. Yeah. Nice. The fourth wall is just a series of windows. <laughs> and they're all open. And the wind is billowing in. <laughs> and it smells so great out yeah. there. The w- Fresh and lively. The windows are open, but they're broken for some reason. Also broken, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking the window, opening the window. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like we could have done that first. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you gotta make a statement. So, yes, this episode, I enjoyed it a lot more than I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Because mostly I just forgot everything that happened. This episode was great. And, yeah. It was it's fun. It's all sadness and tears. I'm all really right. expecting on crying at the end of the season. One of us will be. But who is I don't know. You gotta tune in and follow to find out. Listeners, yep. vote for who you want to hear cry. Vote now on your phones. <laughs> Just so you're aware, it'll probably be yeah. me. I yeah. love to yeah. cry. I only cry at the end of Toy Story 3, so. And it's just like an oil tear. Yeah. <laughs> a single, a single oil tear. One manly oil tear. No. If you want to see me ugly cry, watch Toy Story 3 with me. Because be- it will happen. Hey, man. Be careful about those oil tears. The U.S. government will invade your face. Yeah. Well, no, now, now that they know about it. Thanks. <laughs> it's not petroleum. It's like a nice eco-friendly oil. Yeah, they don't want it. It's like green oil. Ah, okay, you're right. Groil. Goil, if you will. <laughs> it's with the corn ethanol? Yeah, yeah. it's ethanol. Okay, I was right. Good yeah. job, Ari. High five. Bam. Beans. Um, so, yeah, I think we've talked this episode out. We really have. And we had a lot of fun doing it. We did. Travis. Yeah. The next episode is called Folsom Prison Blues. Folsom Prison I Blues. I wonder what that's a reference to. Hmm. Uh, what's his name? Uh, George Strait? Yes. Steve yeah. Earle? Uh, Tim Barry? Miley Cyrus. Oh, please kill me. Gene Autry. <laughs> Patsy Klein. John Denver. Um, Hank Williams, the third. The Ronnie third. Ronnie Mislab. Millsap. Casey Musgrove. Musgraves. Musgraves, whatever. Close. But no cigar. Uh, False imprisonment. So, Sam and Dean. Don't <gasps> pardon. I know. Sam and Dean, the law catches up with them. But then, they're in jail. And then suddenly a cop comes out and says, well, 
we caught you, but you made bail. And they're like, how do we do this? And then Johnny Cash is there riding a motorcycle, and they get on and fly away into the sun. So that's how Johnny Cash died. <laughs> he flew a motorcycle into the sun. <laughs> I had wondered... What the fuck was that a reference to? Nothing. <laughs> okay, all right. So if anything, it was a reference to, like, the ending of Greece. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck, that does happen in Greece. <laughs> yeah, the car starts flying, and they fly away. You know, that really takes me out of the movie. <laughs> it really does. Oh, yeah. Why do I always think John Waters made Greece? No, it was Hairspray that he made. Yeah. Yes. That's why I get it confused. You know, close. Yeah. Both. Both are slick. <laughs> All right. We've been having a fun time here at Habcast. If you want to find us on social media, you can go to at Habcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Uh, please like and review and comment and subscribe on any episode you can. Helps us get the word out. Helps the metadata flow through the internet to shut our name from the rooftops. Yeah, we are on. Yeah. YouTube now? Yeah. We are on Spotify. Yeah. Our real fans hold a boombox outside the apartment that we record this in. Wait, I mean the mansion grounds that we record this in. If you... Also a boombox. How yeah. are you getting the episode onto the... <laughs> Say anything. Burning it to a cassette. <laughs> I'm going to burn this to a cassette. Can we put a, an episode on a cassette? I know, some, I know someone who has a machine for that, so yes. Oh, well, well that was easier what than I thought it was going to be. Our I know. Hey, ass butt so mixtape. If you want to continue... Hey, ass butt mixtape. If you want to continue listening to the show, send us your address. We will send you a tape. <laughs> Every week, and just that, <laughs> or will we? If hey, if you want us to come record in your house unannounced, <laughs> and also to do other things, hmm. if you want us to send poop, real live cat poop to your ex, give us their address. Yeah, we'll do it. We have plenty. Do God it, do yes, it, you really. Jesus yeah. Christ, it's weird. And you don't even have cats. I know. Actually, you'd be surprised how comfortable cat poop can really be. <laughs> I have bad news about the chair you're sitting in, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's just made of cat poop. It's comfortable and warm. Yeah. <laughs> Strangely warm. But I don't know. If, it, if someone paid us, like, $30 an episode, I feel like we could get that, like, an episode on a cassette and on send cassette it to him? And send it to him. Yeah, that would be the weirdest Patreon reward. <laughs> that would be the worst. Like, hey, give us $30 and we will send you a cassette How that you probably I don't have anything to, to play on. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. I don't have a cassette player. I live in the now. <laughs> I don't live in the 90s. All right, we'll burn you a DVD. What am I, a teenager? That's $50. In the 90s? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a DVD player. Vinyl is 80 Okay. I'm just going up. Yep. Honestly. Uh, eight track? That's uh, <laughs> 15. Okay. What about wax cylinder? What about whatever they used to record the Watergate <laughs> scandal? <laughs> that was that was cassette tapes. No, no, it wasn't cassette. That was just... Uh, it was like real, real to real. Yeah. Old school. What about they, what they used to record some of Teddy Roosevelt's speeches? Can we get it on that? Uh, wax, yeah. Oh, can we get it on that? No, I think that was vinyl. What did they record uh, JFK's assassination with? 
Um, uh, painting? Depend, depends on what angle you're looking at it. Uh, Where are you? Do you want to look at it from the grassy knoll I or from that. the window? Uh, I guess <laughs> a camera, maybe? Oh, God. Oh, man. Can, okay. This was fun. I, I have this. a great idea. What's that? We hire a painter. <laughs> and we pay it frame by frame the episode. Yes. Oh. No words though. Oh, we can't ruin the sanctity of the piece. <laughs> Shit. Oh my god. I want to hire somebody We're gonna to... sit for portraits. I figure that's what like the next evolution of memes is gonna be just paintings that we send each other. Oh man, I actually have Okay, so I found this comment on the internet and it was set in a post apocalyptic landscape. And one of the people in, like, a hazmat suit was like, oh, man, I really miss the internet. And then his buddy drew him the fry from Futurama. Oh, yeah. Skeptic. <laughs> Not sure if I miss the internet or just memes and handed it to his friend. And he was like, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's already happened, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. All right. Well, I Nothing think that that's all the, the whole kitten caboodle. Yep. That's all. That's murder she wrote. Yeah, right. That's murder she wrote.